This is Dream Big with Dina Budano. I'm creating this podcast to give us a space to bring all your ideas to the table. Hey everyone, this is Dina Budano with Dream Big with Dina Budano and I am back. I took a little vacation and a little um, hiatus, but I am have so many wonderful guests that I'm excited to be connecting with. And today I have Val. And we met uh, back in September, I believe, through my online um, networking amazing group. And we started chatting and instantly I said, you have to come on my podcast. You are such a great example of someone who dreams big. So I'm super excited to have you on today, Val. Go ahead and just um, give everybody a little info on who you are, how you um, got involved with your online store that you do now. And I love that you have kind of a fun background with the floral industry too. So thank you for being here, Val. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me on as your guest today. So my name is Val Hurd. I live in Osage, Iowa, a really small little town in the middle of nowhere, which has served me very well in all things that I've done in my life. Um, Number one, raising my children. So um, I was born and raised here. The only time that I was away was college. And then for a year, um, when my husband and I decided that we were going to venture away and came back in a hot hurry because we decided we missed it. So I have three kids. Um, Today they are 21. Emma is a senior at Wartburg College in Waverly, Iowa. She is vice president of student body, and we are so proud of her. I know all parents say that, but my gosh, we are so proud of her. And then my son, Zachary, is a freshman in college this year. He is 19, and he um, is on the wrestling team. And so we're really proud of him as well. He's a division two athlete. And so that takes some dedication and some drive and all of the things that it takes to be a a college athlete. And then our baby is not such a baby anymore. He's taller than almost all of us and (laughs) probably skinnier than almost all of us. He's a beanpole. Um, Nolan is 15 and he's a freshman in high school. And he is probably um, more driven than any of us when it comes to running and working out and all the things. So um, we're really proud of him, too. So we um, have kind of a crazy story. So I say that I was blessed um, in two different ways. So I was blessed with a man to father our our children. And then I was blessed with a man to raise our children. So um, my high school sweetheart and I got married and had the three kids. And then when they were six months old, four years old and six years old, Matt was diagnosed with ALS and ended up living with ALS for five years and then passed away. So they were five, nine, and 11. And when I say that I am proud of those kids, gosh, it has taken a village to get mm-hmm. them to where they're at. And so I'm um, proud is an understatement, um, but they're awesome humans. And, you know, Emma more than the boys, because she was in first grade when Matt was diagnosed, but 
I said, Emma, this is going to make us more compassionate. This is going to make us more understanding. Um, this is going to be able to make us so that we are going to be able to help other people through really challenging and tough times. Mm. And that's definitely been the case. So um, Matt's been gone now for 10 years. Um, eight years ago, TC and I got married and four years ago, TC adopted the kids and he mm-hmm. is the best dad ever. Um, if I hadn't just told you guys that little story, you would have never known that TC and his family were not the kids' family mm-hmm. because they are, mm-hmm. um, they treat, they all treat the kids like they're theirs. They're super protective of the kids. They treat them like they're theirs. Um, they don't treat the kids like they're any different than the rest of the kids. So uh, it's been an awesome thing. And it's great for the kids to see that. And um, it's a really cool thing. You know, there was a time when I sold my last flower shop. So I've owned four flower shops and greenhouses. And maybe we'll dig a little deeper into that and talk a little bit about that. But I went the traditional business route. I got my degree in horticulture and floriculture and opened my first flower shop and greenhouse and did that for a year and then purchased an existing flower shop and greenhouse and expanded and then opened another and another. And I don't know, you guys, traditional business isn't all it's cracked up to be. It is hours and hours and it is stress and it is inventory and overhead and employees and taxes and all of the things. And it's not just unlocking the front door at 8 a.m. and locking the door at 5 p.m. It's a lot. And we were trying to have babies and it was a lot. And um, I don't know. I just got really burnt out. And um, then you throw in an illness and you throw in three little kids and just decided that maybe it was time for me to to maybe make a change. And so decided to make that change. Now, if you go back, I know I'm all over the place, but if you go back, let's see, uh, 17 years ago, uh, Zach, when Zach was born, um, 19 years ago, Zach was born with asthma. Um, We always struggled. We were doing nebulizers every four hours, two different drugs, liquid steroid. He was always on and um, antibiotic for asthma. You always chest stuff. And I didn't know better back then. I always say, once you know better, you do better. And I didn't know better. Right. But there was a day I was sitting there. I had this little tiny human between my legs and I had him strapped down, right? The mom hold. I had my legs around him, my arms around him so that I could get this nebulizer on him so that I could get this medication down him. And I remember thinking to myself, there is something seriously wrong with what I'm doing. I am doing this so that I can get this child's airway, his lungs to open up so that he can breathe. But I am making this so that he's going to run laps around my house for the next four hours because this medication is Mm. going to make him so jacked up. There has to be a better way. And then it just so happened that one of my friends um, introduced me to a wellness company that changed our life. And just by switching out some products in our home, some normal everyday things that we were using changed everything for us. And so for the next 10 years, I was just shopping. I did nothing with that company, just shopped and it changed everything. Um, In 
two months, I had Zach off of all of his asthma meds and never looked back. We threw the nebulizer in the garbage can. Um, wow. That's so cool. Back. Yes. Never looked back and um, never did anything with it from a business standpoint until um, after Matt, after Matt's death, you know, and that those five years really caused me to take a long, hard look at my, my legacy. What was I leaving if mm-hmm. something happened to me? So um, I was only 30 at Matt's diagnosis. Matt was 33. So I was 35 widowed with three small kids. And I had to have some of those long, hard conversations with myself. You know, what happens to these three little people if something happens to me? And Mm -hmm. finances is the last thing that anyone should worry about if life happens. Because I'm not Ms. Doom and Gloom here today, but guys, it's going to happen. A car accident, your job, Mm -hmm. a doctor's visit, it's going to happen to you. Um, or someone you know, I'm a a pandemic. exactly right. <laughs> it's going to happen. And so here we are 10 years later and, um, I had to make the decision there. So I always tell you, I always tell the story. So walking out of the funeral that day at our church, when you walk back out away from the sanctuary, as you go back out of our church, there's these beautiful windows that line the back of the church. And you can go right to the parking lot or left of the parking lot. And I remember looking out of all of those windows thinking, okay, God, I can go right and I can keep on treading water and feeling like I'm going to drown. Or I can go left and I can change my life. Mm. And I have these three little people that are watching me. Like it is my job. It is my job to show them the way. And it's just me now. I have Mm. to do this. And so that was, that was the moment that I decided I have to do this and I have to do this, not for me, but for them. And it's my job to change our family's financial path so that if something happens to me, they don't have to worry about finances. And it's not that finances are everything, but I'm going to tell you when you can't pay your mortgage or you don't know how you're going to, or you have to look your five-year-old in the eyes and say, I'm sorry, you can't go to wrestling camp this year Mm. or You know, like it's just, Mm. yeah, there's just things that you don't ever want to have to be in that situation again. So money isn't everything unless you don't have it. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. yeah. And so um, I don't know how I kept my house. I don't know how I fed my kids, but I did it. And there had to be a big change. So I set forward in motion a plan that day that I was going to sell all the stores, wrap everything up, and then um, put forward in place a plan that I would start building this business from the ground up. And here we are. Um, It took a little bit to get that plan in place. So I would tell you eight years now, if you give me a little bit of time, eight years, 
Um, eight years later, we now have about 4,000 customers in our business. Um, it's been an amazing thing for us. Um, I work remotely. Um, I help educate people on toxins in their home, toxins mm -hmm. in the environment. Um, and the thing that I love is that I'm not asking someone to buy something that they don't already buy in a month. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at what I was doing before with the flower shop, was it awesome if you had wonderful wedding flowers and funeral flowers and anniversary flowers and birthday flowers? All that? Yes, that's wonderful. But was I changing anyone's life? No, it wasn't. It was great. I've earned national awards for my designing. Yes, that's great. But at the end of the day, I was not changing anyone's life. Mm -hmm. So if you ask me what I really get excited about is helping women change their life from a financial standpoint. And really even more than that, if you take it a step further, it's helping them believe in themselves. If you are broken, if you just lost your husband and you don't believe in yourself or if you just lost your job or what, whatever it might be, right? And you don't believe in yourself anymore or someone wasn't kind to you and you don't believe in yourself, that's, um, or maybe you're just a stay-at-home mom, right? How many times do we hear that? I'm just a mm -hmm. stay-at-home mom. Gosh, that's the hardest job on the planet. I don't know. Yeah, I used to so. say that same thing when my kids were little. I used to say that I'm just a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> he was like, "Not really." <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yes. So that's such a good point. I love what you're doing, and I do have to say, just you know, giving a little shout out. I am I am a big fan of shopping um, online um, with you know just the the um, products that you guys offer super easy. Just it's my favorite. I get super excited too when I get a box in the mail, but yeah. So just kind of give us um, an idea like how, so you are, you know, everything's online. So how are you building that clientele? How are you um, get like, that's very impressive that you have 4,000 customers in eight years. I'm really like very impressed by that. Um, so how is that something that you've been able to achieve? How are you getting those customers and how do you make those connections? Yeah. So I, I think everything is relationships. Mm. Everything is relationships. So it's um, who it's who, you know, who they know, who they know, who they know. It's all about relationships um, and it's who you're meeting. So one of my friends posted on Facebook the other day, and I took a screenshot of it because I was like, yes, you're so right. She said something to the effect of, I'm so excited for the person that I've not added to my team yet that I don't even know. Mm. And I was like, yes, that's so true. Because it is, it's, you know, who you haven't met or, um, you know, maybe you meet someone new Maybe they don't have an interest in what you're doing, but they know of someone that is looking for something or someone that needs needs what you have. And maybe they don't even know they're looking for something yet, but they need need a product that you have. So, yeah, it's all about relationships. It's Facebook. It's Indeed. It's LinkedIn. It's 
social media. It's, you know, right now with COVID, I've seen my business explode during COVID because everything is online. You know, I was doing a networking group traveling um, about an hour and 15 minutes for a networking group that now once COVID hit, everything got moved online. And I found that I am way more productive now that everything is online because I have zero car time. Because I told you guys, I live in a tiny little town in Northern Iowa and I could drive to get anywhere. And so way more productive um, now that I'm home all of the time. So um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, well, I'll really and you never, the thing is that I, I love too, is like, for me, I'm such a connector of relationships and people. Like if I had a friend who, you know, I knew their child was suffering and with asthma and like had to be doing a nebulizer constantly and, you know, was sharing with me the struggle. Like I would be one of those friends that be like, Hey, I know somebody who might be able to help you. Like, I love those conversations. I love being able to um, help my friends. Like, I want to see my friends, you know, have a better, better life. And, and if I know of some great product, why am I not going to share it? Like, that's absolutely. Yeah, I, I always recommend, you know, great restaurants or, you know, what I found at Costco. (laughs) You know, we all do. We all do that all the time without even realizing it. You know, one of my friends the other day messaged me and said, Val, what do you use for a planner? Right? We do it all of the time. So why don't we do it for shampoo, conditioner, toothpaste, lotion, essential oils, all of the things, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nail polish, hair dressers, all the things. All the things. Yep. Yeah. So, you know... Here you are, you said you're in year eight with your business. Uh-huh. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, so I know probably, you know, going into this, you had a, a really strong motivation, but what does that look like for you today with just, you know, knowing that your kids are on a well um, path for their life and succeeding? Why are you doing this today? Yeah. So I think the thing that's carried me the farthest in my business is this. Mm. It's not about me. Mm. It's about who I can help and how I can help them. Mm -hmm. The times in my business, because in eight years, it's not been steady. I've had years, for example, I've had four years that I've earned President's Club, which is the top 14 businesses in the company, four Mm -hmm. years in a row. And those four years were gangbusters, right? And so the other four years, maybe a couple of those years were leading up to that. Maybe a couple of those years or the last three years were regrouping or meeting new people or whatever that might be. Maybe not as great as those four years. Um, Anytime that my business was going the best was when I was not focusing on myself. Anytime I got to the point where I was thinking about me, I had to refocus my brain and think about, okay, Val, you're thinking about this completely wrong. This is not about you. This isn't anything about you. This is about who you can help and how you can help them. And I love, you know, when I was looking at this, 
I love that my company rewards the producer. And with that in mind, the, the compensation plan is of such that that's worked into that. So that that's what they focus on. So like if I'm thinking about who can I help and how can I help them, that's worked into that. So that that comes back to me without me even realizing it because I am more excited about helping someone. But then when I get my check, I'm like, whoa, right? And that's mm -hmm. a really great feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's yeah. the best feeling. And yes. it's a paycheck of, I mean, you get paid to help other people. How amazing is that? Like, amazing. Yeah. Yep. And you know, the other thing is, I often forget what an extra 500 or a thousand or two thousand dollars a month does for families, and especially mm -hmm. now, especially during this pandemic, when you think about when people are furloughed or um, when people's hours are cut back, or if you know, whatever is happening, or even now when you're thinking about coming into the holiday time, what an extra 500 or two thousand dollars does for a family during this time. And the times that I've forgotten about that, I have to take a step back and think, gosh, Val, shame on you for not remembering that. What mm. that what that amount of money means for people. Yeah. Yes. Such a good point, friend. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Such a good point. Yep. Well, you know, I just know being in this industry that we're in, I love it. I just think there's just so much good that can come from what we do. And I'm just a fellow passionate, um, you know, person that advocates whatever it is that you are connected to and you need to um, do, do it. You know, that's my biggest thing. So one of my questions for you, and I'm kind of like off, the number sequence, but I love this question because I feel like a lot of times people will face a, a wall of fear and they'll, that's what kind of keeps them, holds them back. So can you explain to us? I mean, I know you had a lot that you went through, but when you first started this, did you have, you know, those fears? Did you have those doubts? Um, and how did you work through that? <laughs> Oh my gosh. I talk to my team about this all of the time because fear is there for everyone. It is, it slaps upside the face every day. So this is what I had to do. I knew that no one was going to change my life for me and that no one was going to pay my bills for me. No, no one, no one's going to swoop in on a unicorn and hand me a check. No one was, no one's going to pick up me and my kids and say, hey, Val, here, we're going to drop you off on this beautiful island and put you up for the rest of your life, right? <laughs> yeah. So you have, like, what's your default future? So if you're happy being miserable and stuck where you're at, then be happy and miserable and stuck where you're at, right? It's up to you to change your life. So mm -hmm. if you can look forward a year or two and you're okay being miserable and the 
debt collectors are calling and you're okay having $10 left in your checkbook at the end of every month and, you know, being like paycheck to paycheck to paycheck every month, then that's okay. Then that's your life to live. But if that's not the way you saw your life and if that's not what you want, then you have a lot of options out there. There are a lot of great mm-hmm. companies out there. So find the one that resonates for you. Find the person that resonates for you and build that, build that team, build that business. So one of the things that I was looking for was a company that was debt-free, that always did the right thing, mm-hmm. that had something that everyone used every single day right? Mm -hmm. It's not a gimmick. It's not a juice. It's not a magnet. It's not multi-level marketing. It's real, legit, honest to God, something, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody can Mm -hmm. get hurt. No one can get hurt. That's a big thing. Because if you're going to do something, which I think everyone should look for a plan B and then, you know, make it your plan A, right? I think everyone should have the ability to be self-employed, to not have that J-O-B, that everyone should have the ability to say, this is what I'm going to do today. I decided that I'm going to book a trip and I'm going to go to California for a week and it's my birthday. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to take the day off and I'm going to do what I want to do and whatever. Right. So, (laughs) or I, I really miss my college kids today. So I'm going to clear my schedule and I'm going to go see them. Everyone should be able to say, like, this is their life and you're in charge. You guys, we only have so many heartbeats and there's only one person that knows how many heartbeats we get. And so I, I say, do what you can to have the best life that you can. And you're in charge of that life. So I don't know. I don't know. I think you're in charge. And I think that if you looked at, so this honest to God truth, this is what I did. So the, I think that from the time that we're small till the, even till today, like if someone tells you, no, you're everyone's like, Oh my gosh, she told me no, no one likes to be told. No. Right. Even when Mm -hmm. we're little, we're programmed. No is a bad word. So I took a piece of paper and I numbered it to 20 and my goal, I was tricking my brain. My goal was to find 20 people to tell me, no, that was my goal. Mm-hmm. And gosh, I never got to, to 20. My business went crazy because I tricked my brain. So I was on the hunt to find 20 people to tell me no. And I found a whole lot more than that, that told <laughs> me yes. Because I'm like, okay, just come on, tell me no, so I can move on to the next person. And I changed my posture. I changed everything. And um, that was the beginning of a beautiful thing. So I think a lot of times it's the lies we tell ourselves. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I was, and then the other thing, one more thing, I'm gonna leave you with this. So, you know, I had to get to a certain place income wise before I could sell that last store. And so mm-hmm. I had to right, cause I had three little people that I was still responsible for feeding. <laughs> I yeah. couldn't say, okay, we're going to live on yeah. the street. Yeah. <laughs> I still had to have, have some money coming in. So I had to get to a certain 
place. And, mm-hmm. and when I got to that place, I still owed a $111,000 on that business. So still selling that last store, I still owed $111,000 that I had to pay off even after mm-hmm. I sold that business, which was awful, but it's okay because I was still better off doing that, which is sad, but it, it was what it was. So I... um Totally forgot what I was going to tell you. It was really important too. Oh my gosh. It was a really great point too. We were talking about fear, facing your fears. Was it on kind of that topic or? I don't know. Oh my gosh. That's terrible. (laughs) That is terrible. So I had COVID two weeks ago. Yeah. And I'm still a little bit like COVID fog. It's a real thing. Yeah, I'm so glad you're doing okay. Yeah, I'm doing better. I'm like so glad you could recover done. at home. You yeah, know, like just had that ability to really care for yourself and recover. Right. And, yeah, there yeah. are a lot of people that are really sick. So we're really blessed that we were able to recover yes. from. Yeah, la- this week is definitely like the last few days, definitely major turnaround than even the few days before that. But you know, like I know your listeners can't see me, but you can. I'm still really pale. Yeah. You you look gorgeous though, friend. Oh, I can't even tell. So sweet. But You're so yeah. sweet. So um I don't know yeah. what I was gonna say. Anyway, it's that's for another podcast. That's for another day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you think of it, I do have still one last question though that I didn't, okay. you know, prep okay. you on. Okay. So this is this is very spontaneous. So you can answer it. However, you know, you, whatever, however this feels for you, I just love, because I am such a big dream, big person. So I want to know what's next. What's your next big dream? It can be big. It can be small. It's just the next thing that you're focusing on and looking towards and for, for that, for that next chapter. Yeah. So we have one left at home that we need to get graduated. Mm -hmm. And then I want to move to the water somewhere. I don't know if that's Mm. lake. I don't know if that's ocean. I don't know where that is. And I think that I have to convince my husband of that. And so I, I think my brain has protected itself from dreaming too big <laughs> on that because I'd like him to come with me. So that's yes. my next big dream is to be able to move. I love the water. It's healing. It's calming. Mm-hmm. It, but I'm, I don't know. I'm afraid I wouldn't get any work done also <laughs> if I'm at the water. So, but that is, um, the, so number one, though, we want to be debt-free. Um, TC and I got a little late start in life, a little later than the average uh, 45-year-olds now that we are. We're really close. Um, we're really close. But um, so that's number one. The next dream is to uh, pay cash for a lake, lake or beach home. I think probably lake, uh, but we'll see. Yeah. 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 So that's I totally, the, I that's totally nice. hear you on the healing water. And, you know, I, I got to go to my beloved Monterey 
um, California and house houses there are not cheap yeah. um, at all. But the whole time I was there, I just kept dreaming and thinking about how lovely it would be to buy a home that I could spend um, January, February, February, March, and April. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I will be holding that vision with you because that is my um, next big dream too. Um, yeah. And that'll be fun to see, um, you know, where where those dreams take us. So I love it. Oh, I remembered. I remembered. I remembered. Okay. So I'm going to tell you, um, if your kids are, you know, so depending on where you're at in your life, if your kids are old enough, what I recommend you do is you sit them down and you make it a family goal. So Mm -hmm. this was one of the things I was going to get back to. So when I said that, I think that the kids love TC more than me. It's because of what happened when we were first married. So when I was starting to build my business, when we were first married, I was gone a lot and I sat the kids down and I've always been really big on, we have dinner together every night. Well, if I'm gone in the evenings because I had the flower shop. So I filled in my cracks of time because how often do you hear people say, I don't have time to do anything else, but I need but I need this. Well, if you need this, then you have to fill in the cracks of time to do this. So when I was in between customers, I'll go to my desk and I would fill in cracks of time. And then when I would close the store at night, then I would go do some stuff. And then it, that would leave TC with home with the kids at night. And then by the time I would get home, the kids would be in bed. And so then I was like big on breakfast together every morning. We're not morning people. We are not breakfast people. So then dinner every night became big breakfast together every morning. Even if that meant mom had four or five hours of sleep, that's just what we did then. And I remember um, saying to the kids, okay, this is where we're going here. This is what it needs to look like. You guys get to pick the reward. And so when mom gets here, you get to pick the reward because this is just as much what you guys have to do as what I have to do, because that means you're going to have to help with your laundry. You're going to have to help with the dishes more. You're going to have to do all these things. And so they did. And then when that happened, we, we went on this trip. And to this day, they still talk about that trip. And it wasn't a big deal. You guys, it was Disney World. It wasn't like Ireland or Hawaii or something like that. It was Disney. Not that. I mean, it was, it was a great, we had so much fun together as a family, but even till this, to the, even to this day, they call TC, which that alone, I would do 10 times over just for that. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You really gave them that opportunity to have that relationship with him because you weren't there. So I'm going to tell you that in when you're in the middle of it and you have work and kids and husband and all of the things going on, you're going to feel like it might not be worth it. It is worth it.
Um, I had a phone call come in. I tried to exit out and it exed us out. So it's all good. I'm, no, we're I'm not good. doing this on my phone. So sorry about that. I know it's all good. I think we're good. <laughs> we're I think still we're recording good. though. So we're good. Okay. We're good. Yes. So, but I was saying, you know, how great for your kids to have that time with TC because you weren't there. If right. you had been there, you know, you probably, they wouldn't have been as free to have that relation, build that relationship with him. So that's so cool. Yes. But thank you so much. You're welcome. For thank you. Good morning with me and yes. for, you know, dreaming big and bringing those ideas to the table because I just know people who are listening are out there and they're dreaming with us and they're afraid to take that first step or they're afraid that their life is going to look, you know, so busy. But you and I both have been in places where we've been really busy but you get through that and you learn how to um work through it work through those fears and then you know what your life changes and then you get to help change other people's lives so I love being in the business of changing lives with you friends so thank you everybody for listening do you want to say a little little something yes thank you guys so much dream big yes and I like to add And pray bigger because our world needs you, especially now. (laughs) Thank you, Valerie. Thank you.